Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is. It's Monday, kids. How was your weekend? How was working at your second job all all weekend? Wow. Oh, I I went to uh, get my Halloween candy. And uh, we don't get a lot of uh, trick-or-treaters, you know. It's sad. I keep hoping they'll come back. But I got a bunch of Halloween candy. And uh, there is a new report about the uh, expensive Halloween candy. And I went to, uh, I went to Sam's Club. And Sam's Club, because when I was, a, I was a kid, I grew up kind of poor. And uh, I remember there was one uh, place in my hometown of Neola, Iowa, Doc Welburn's house, that he'd give out whole candy bars. Because he was money, Right. And I thought it was so amazing. So what I do is I buy a uh, a bunch of those little uh, fun-sized candy bars, which aren't fun. Little is not fun. All right, things get when they're when they're big, they're fun. When they're little, not so much. They're just kind of annoying. They're just little bites of something bigger that you'd like to have. That said, I got the little uh, uh, two hundred count of uh, Butterfingers and uh, Baby Ruths and uh, little Kit Kat bars and all that. I think it was like uh, $19. It used to be 11 all right? And then I got the, the full-size candy bars, which were Kit Kats, uh, Hershey bars, uh, one other, I don't remember what it was. And it used to be like 12 to $15, and it was $27, $27. And, and this is being seen all over the country. So uh, what's happening, apparently, is that... Uh, <laughs> Parents are buying the cheap crap that nobody wants. So the dumb dumbs and smarties, sorry, big dumb dumb smarties fans, or the dots, you know, the dots, which you don't need as an adult because you'll lose one of your crowns that fast, all right? So they're buying that stuff. Now, the positive is, generally, it used to be that if you didn't get a treat, they would do a trick, and they'd throw an egg at your house, or they'd soap your windows or toilet paper. But fortunately, Biden's uh, inflation has made all of those items out of reach for the most for most people. So... <laughs> Chances are you're going to get crappy candy. No, not at my house. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Brigitte Gabriel's going to be joining us. She is amazing. She's uh, written this book, Rise in, Sel- in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom. She's amazing. She was a prisoner in, uh, I'm not sure exactly where, but she, she escaped radical Islam. Just put it that way. And uh, she's a really terrific um a really, really terrific guest, and she's going to be on. I want to start the show off every hour with this audio of this fantastic New Yorker. This guy, he, he sees this radical jerkweed taking down pictures of our hostages that are being held in Gaza by Hamas. Make Hamas into hummus. Oh, yeah, Hamas also killed 30 Americans, all right? They declared war on us, all right? That's the way. But listen to this guy going after this this pro Hamas jackweed trying to take pictures of our hostages down that were hanging on uh, on the lampposts. This is in the U.S. That's New York City. You don't have a. Yes. This is a free country. You can wave your Palestine flag and say death to the Jews or America whenever you want. But we can put up. Then don't rip that down. You are doing something. You're offending us. Yeah, you are. When you throw that on the floor, you're littering the city. In a minute, I'm going to litter the 
floor with you. I like that. Hold on. I'm going to hear that again. Yeah, you are. When you throw that on the floor, you're littering the city. In a minute, I'm going to litter the floor with you. Yes. So move the on. Do you have proof that not kidnapped? No. So shut the up. Wow, I just I, I just love it. I love it. That is the New York that we've missed. Honestly, that, that's the New York that I learned to love when I was growing up, man. That was the New York that after 9-11, I was like, hell yeah, we're not going to let this happen. And, and then we saw the kind of fade away. And then and then we see all these uh, these pro Hamas demonstrations in New York City. And it's nice to know that spirit is still alive. Let's bring it, man. Oh, this is pretty cool. This is really, really, really. You want to hear some good news? You want to hear something that's going to put a smile on your face? Let me, let me put something on your face. It'll make, you, it'll make you happy here. Ready? Soldiers in the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces, are joining a new trend as they wait to join the, to fight Hamas. They're wearing mustaches. You know why they're wearing mustaches? Are you ready for this? Because it's based on Brad Pitt's character in the Quentin Tarantino movie, Inglorious Bastards, which is my favorite movie of all time. It's actually tied with Django Unchained, which uh, displaced Goodfellas after decades on my movie list. 2000 movie, 2009 movie about a fictional Jewish-American unit in U.S. Nazi Germany, Germany in World War II. Uh, and they've decided to take uh, revenge against Nazis and Adolf Hitler. And uh, and so they build this group of uh, uh, Jewish soldiers to go in and just annihilate, uh, destroy, and terrify the uh, German soldiers. And so we got IDF members going to go uh, beat the uh, Hamas back, and they're inspired by this. My name is Lieutenant Aldo Rain, and I'm putting together a special team, and I need me eight soldiers. Eight. Jewish American soldier. As a bushwhacking guerrilla army, we're going to be doing one thing. What's that? One thing only. Killing, killing Nazis. Nazis. That's right. Killing Nazis. I got Nazis. a word of warning for all you would-be warriors. When you join my command, you take on debit. A debit you owe me personally. Each and every man under my command owes me 100 Nazi scalps. And I want my scalps. Wow. And all y'all will get me 100 Nazi scalps taken from the heads of 100 dead Nazis. Or you will die trying. Yeah, there you go. So they are sporting mustaches to look like Brad Pitt as Lieutenant Aldo Rain in the great movie, which is inspirational uh, in Glorious Bastard. <laughs> I think this is uh, this is pretty fantastic. This is, this is uh, Iran in the United Nations, by the way, uh, which is another reason and why we need to finally just settle this score with Iran, and we can do it with some uh, we can do it with some targeted uh, uh, drone strikes and bunker busters. I'm thinking, but uh, this is Iran uh, talking smack to the United States about what they're going to do to us. I say frankly to the American statesmen who are now managing the genocide in Palestine that we do not welcome to expansion. Of the war, he sounds a little like Dracula, doesn't he? Region, but I warn: if the genocide in Gaza continues, they will not be spared from this fire. Oh, there you go. Okay, bring it, bring it, fire away, fire away. Give us an excuse. Give us an excuse to tag the good guys in and uh, and waylay you. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Uh, this is um, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis was talking about all these university protests around the country, which, by the way, and, and here's another good thing, guys. I told you, evil has exposed its face. Here's the slogan for today. Evil has exposed its face so we can kick its ass. There you go. I know you don't want to use the A word and everything, but honestly, there are times and places to use that word. I don't go further than that. I don't say SOB. I don't say F. I don't say all that stuff. You know, the kind of stuff that I say when I'm putting together Ikea furniture. But evil has exposed its face so we can kick its ass. Yeah. Here's Ron DeSantis. Well, let me ask you about some of the statements that you have made recently about those protesters. This week, you called for the banning of pro-Palestinian groups from Florida State Colleges. Your Republican challenger, Vivek Ramaswamy, says that violates the First Amendment rights of these students. He writes, quote, it's a shameful political ploy. It's unconstitutional. No, there are some, uh, there is some speech that is not constitutional. 
that which uh, incites a violence, which is what they're doing. It's utter hypocrisy for someone who railed against left-wing cancel culture. What is your response to Mr. Ramaswamy? And this is why Vivek will not be the president, at least this, pres- this election cycle, uh, and who knows. This is not cancel culture. Uh, this group, they themselves said in the aftermath of the Hamas attack that they don't just stand in solidarity, that they are part uh, of this Hamas movement. And so, yeah, you have a right to go out and demonstrate, but you can't provide material support to terrorism. They've linked themselves to Hamas. And so we absolutely decertified them. Uh, They should not get one red cent of taxpayer dollars. Uh, And we also have strong laws in Florida against fundraising for groups like Hamas. And we are enforcing those vigorously. It's not a First Amendment issue. That's a material support to terrorism issue. There you go. Thank you very much. Wouldn't it be nice if there were Democrats saying the same thing? I'm talking to my Jewish brothers and sisters. Massive rise in anti-Semitism around the country. Pretty much all or most of our GOP candidates are saying anti-Semitism must be driven out. I'm not hearing anything from Democrats, but pro-Palestine stuff. It's kind of funny, right? No, it's not at all. That's the Democrat Party. The New York Times, hardly a pro-Israel outlet, has reported that the Palestinian Hamas terrorist group is hoarding essential supplies. What? So you're saying that if we sent $100 million to these terrorists, they wouldn't take care of the people of Gaza? Well, hell yeah. You know why I know that? Because we're not stupid. Yeah. As supplies of virtually every basic human necessity dwindle in Gaza, one group is bese- in the besieged enclave remains well-stocked. Hamas. Hamas stockpiled supplies, including desperately needed food and fuel. Hamas uh, has spent years building uh, dozens of kilometers of, uh, of tunnels under the Strip where they amassed stores of food, virtually everything needed for a drawn-out fight. They're even, they're, their headquarters located under that hospital that Israel didn't bomb. Yeah, that's, that's the headquarters. That's what they do. That's what they do. Hamas has hundreds of thousands of gallons of fuel for vehicles and rockets, caches of ammunition, explosives, materials, stockpiles of food, water, and medicine. While the people upstairs, uh, you know, they go through hell because you won't let them leave. Isn't that kind of interesting? It is interesting. Victor Davis Hanson. I love me some Victor Davis Hanson. He's a sage. He is a seasoned individual. He's a reasonable individual, and he's a powerful intellect. Here he is talking about supporting Hamas in our country. And there are many on college campuses who are so stupid that they're willing to support Hamas, which is supporting Nazism. There's no doubt about it. Even where I work at Stanford University, we had a professor who was just suspended because she was centering on Palestinian uh, Jewish students and trying to ostracize them in her own class. It's insidious, and they get away with it. And I think what's needed is Israel's going to have to say, we're not at the end of history, and and don't pressure us. We're a humane society. We have nothing to apologize for. And we're going to take care of Hamas. And we, we don't want, we didn't ask for it. You, you pressured us. We tried the therapeutic route. Yep. Now we're going to go through the tragic route, that they want to destroy us, and we're not going to let them do it. And when we, we, all of us in the United States, have to say, every time you get up and you support Hamas, you're supporting murder. And we don't care what your title is, how much money you have, what the coat and tie and the suit you wear. That's what you're doing. You're no different than the people who go across and butcher civilians in a time of peace at a holiday. Yeah, this is why they're trying to erase 10-7 as 9-11. That's what they're doing. They're trying to erase it. The original, the monstrous attack on 10-7 is what started all of this. And that ain't Israel's fault. So uh, sit down and shut up. Here's VDH uh, basically saying what I'm saying. Israel needs to be allowed to close the door with Hamas and beat its ass while we sit outside. Anybody who read Hamas's charter, anybody listened to Robert Malley, our Iran point man, and said what he said Mm. about Hamas and Hezbollah the last few years, anybody that takes the words of Anthony Blinken when he says that Iran may not have any... uh, connection with this terror or that we should have a ceasefire. All of that has to be put in the proper context. That is partly responsible to what we're watching. So let's just lay off Israel and don't tell it what to do when it's suffered 12,000 deaths in a pre-modern, pre-civilization fashion. Well, that we haven't seen in our lifetime. We've seen nothing like this. It's just pure hate 
And if they have their chance, they would do it to every Jewish citizen of Israel. There you go. And that's why I say uh, let Israel do what it has to do. Uh, I, By the way, I went and bought my ribbons this weekend. I bought a yellow ribbon for our hostages being held. I bought a red, white, and blue ribbon for the United States of America and our citizens who were murdered by Hamas. And I got a blue and white ribbon for Israel. And they are going around the tree in my front yard, and they should go in your front yard as well. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are being led by giants. I mean, giants, intellectual, moral, and military giants. Here is uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden with a powerful message to Iran and the pro-Hamas anti-Semites of the world. What's the message to Iran? Don't. What is your message to Hezbollah? and its backer, Iran. Don't. Don't, don't, don't. All we need to do is wait for the surrender. It's going to happen. I can just, I can just tell. It is going to come. No, it's not, because honestly, they all think you're, they're, they're lame. And, uh, and the reason why anti-Semitism has grown is because this guy isn't president anymore. If you spill a drop of American blood, we will spill a gallon of yours. We do not. I'm not hearing that from Joe Biden. And we're doing it because we want to start peace. We're not going to start wars, but the wars have to be finished oftentimes before the peace. And if you don't do the wars, the peace doesn't happen. Yep. And if you're not going to be tough and ruthless like they are, it's not going to happen. We have to stop it. We have to end it once and for all. I'm not hearing uh, a lot from this from the Biden administration. They're talking about prisoner swaps and everything, and they're trying to get a uh, what a uh, a pause for peace or a, a, oh no, a humanitarian pause. My leadership, we will not squander our strength by trying to build democracies or quicksand that like we try to do. Let's take over a country and let's make it into a democracy. How no. does that work out? Not too good. No. Or turn Baghdad into Palm Beach. Palm Beach. <laughs> Doesn't work out too well. But no. we will use American power to deter those who would harm our people. To every American who is terrified that Joe Biden's catastrophic weakness will bring our country to ruin, and it's closer than it's ever been. I believe it's closer than ever to ruin. Yeah. I believe it's closer than ever to World War Three. Oh, yes. And I will stop World War Three. You will not have World War Three. I can tell you that. Yeah, I think most people believe him. Even, even did you hear about this rapper? Uh, Waka Waka Flame? No, it's Waka Flocka Flame, not Waka Waka Flame. That's something else. Uh, Waka, this is Waka Flocka Flame. He's a big rap guy, and he uh, he actually got his crowd in a rap concert to uh, to chant "Go Trump." Listen, when I yell something, I want y'all to say twenty twenty four. When I say the word, say 2024. You ready? Y'all ready? Yeah. Trump! 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 What, what, that, that isn't supposed to happen. That isn't supposed to happen. And he used to be a Biden supporter. And I think the tide is beginning to turn. Let's go to Michelle in Baltimore. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the show. What's up? Well, I got so many things going on in my brain. One of them is uh, I tried calling the Cooper Union School of Art and Architecture today. I, I am one of those people who happen to be an alumna of Cooper Union. I tried to reach Laura Sparks, who is the uh, president. Could not reach her, but uh, I'm not giving up. Good. And uh, I want to let them know that um, if a person is silent in the face of evil, he's supporting that evil. Yes. Uh, Michelle, when you saw those Jewish students, when you saw those Jewish students in the library with the doors locked and people pounding outside, could you believe that was happening at your alma mater? I couldn't believe it. And it, it's a wonderful school. It's like they give you, when I was there, they gave every student who attended, who got in, you had to take an application, if you an application test, they gave you a full scholarship. Wow. I don't think they, I think they've kind of ran out of money since then, but Everyone there got a free scholarship to an excellent, excellent education. So, I mean, Peter Cooper was an amazing philanthropist who funded the school uh, using the real estate from the, uh, I think it was the, the Empire State Building. Uh, Michelle, amazing. Michelle, let me ask you this. Michelle, let me ask you this. Hold on, Michelle. Um, what do you want to see done to Cooper? Do you, you want him, uh, what, do you want, what do you want to see done? Well, I have to remind you, perhaps you're not familiar with this, 
But Abraham Lincoln spoke at the Great Hall, which is located on the Cooper Union campus. And what I'd like to see is that there should be a statement from the president, uh, Laura Sparks, that this, they have videos of the students who are pounding on the doors and that they're going to be expelled forthwith if they were students at Cooper Union. And um, that's number one. Number two, that there should be a statement that from here on in, if there are any more demonstrations at the Union against Jewish students or any other beleaguered minority, Jews are a, what do you call that, uh, limited number of people in the country and in yeah. the world, yes. and they're going to be, they're going to be uh, consequences. All right, Michelle, I got to run. Thank you so much. Great, great advice from a Cooper University alum. Defund or fix yourself. You choose. This is the Rob Carson Show. Brigitte Gabriel is next. One of my favorite guests is Brigitte Gabriel. Generally, when I have her on the show, I uh, have to occasionally interrupt so she can breathe. And I have a feeling I better just let her go today because uh, she's got a lot to say. Brigitte Gabriel, uh, not only a national security analyst in New York Times bestselling author, chairman, actforamerica.org. Her latest bestseller is Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom. And she's on the Newsmax hotline. Brigitte, hello. How are you? Hello, my friend. I'm delighted to be back with you. Oh, me too. I'm really glad to have you uh, on, and I know you've been making, you know, doing media tours. For those who don't know your story, can you give us your story and why you're so passionate about the defense of Israel and Christian values? Tell us your story about what you escaped, if you would, please. Well, Rob, I was born in Lebanon, which used to be the only majority Christian country in the Middle East. We were open-minded, we were fair, we were tolerant, we were multicultural, we prided ourselves in our multiculturalism. We had open border policy, we welcomed everyone into our country because we wanted to share with them the westernization which we had created in the heart of the Middle East. Beirut became Paris of the Middle East, Lebanon became known as the Switzerland of the Middle East. Unfortunately, all that began to change when we imported people into our country, specifically Palestinian refugees into our country, who did not share our values. My 9-11 happened to me in 1975 when radical Islamic Palestinians blew up my home, bringing it down, burying me under the rubble wounded. I ended up in a hospital for two and a half months and later ended up living in a bomb shelter in an 8 by 10 room without electricity, without water, and very little food. And that's where I lived from the age of 10 till the age of 17 for seven years of my life, robbed of my youth. Our only lifeline was the state of Israel, because when we were about to be slaughtered by these radical Islamic Palestinians who were perpetrating massacres against the Christians in Lebanon, the same type of barbaric action that they just committed in Israel on October 7th, when we knew we were going to be slaughtered, we ended up going to the Israeli border because we lived two and a half miles from the Israeli border and begged the Jews for help. Israel started coming in the middle of the night, helping the Christians, working with the Christians to take back their democracy, to kick out the radical Islamic element that had taken control of the country at that time. And that's how we came out of the bomb shelter and back to rebuilding our lives. I ended up moving to Israel, becoming a news anchor for World News in the Middle East. And that's where um, I met my American war correspondent, got married, and that's how I ended up in the United States. Brigitte, let me ask you uh, this, because a lot of people are, the, and I, by the way, I believe all of these uh, anti-Israel, pro-Hamas, Palestinian protests around the world are bought and paid for. It's very obvious they use the lie about the Gaza hospital as a trigger for international anti-Semitism. Uh, it is very clear to me this was locked and loaded and ready to go. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, the Palestinian people, they don't support Hamas. Uh, what can you say about living in Israel and then and witnessing Gaza with regard to uh, the people who live there, the same people, by the way, who celebrated with uh, by throwing candy to children on 9-11, those children were most probably involved in, in invading and slaughtering Israelis. But with your knowledge of living in Israel and witnessing what happens in Gaza, what would you have to say about the Palestinian people uh, and, and uh, the mindset, uh, anti-Israel mindset that lives there? Well, this is 
great question, and I'm going to focus it on just the Gaza Palestinians, okay? So we're not even going to talk about all of the Palestinians. But for those who say there is no difference between the Palestinians in Gaza and the Palestinians, um, you know, and, and Hamas, Israel withdrew out of Gaza in 2005. The Israelis said, forget it, you know, we're tired of these guys picking at us. We want, we want peace with them. So what we're going to do is we're going to give all of Gaza to the Palestinians, let them have it, let them do whatever they want. Israel not only withdrew their own people kicking and screaming out of Gaza, because remember that there were settlements in Gaza, they were, uh, Israel was exporting to the world out of Gaza, the settlers that were there. Millions of, of 50 million flowers were exported out of Gaza in 2004 through the greenhouses, tomatoes, vegetables that Israel was exporting to the world. So Israel left all that to the Palestinians. They said, okay, we're going to leave. Not only we're going to leave everything and get our people out, dragging them, kicking and screaming, but Israel dug out all the dead Jews in the cemeteries in Gaza because they knew that the Palestinians are going to destroy the cemeteries. So to preserve the Jewish remains out of respect, they dug their dead out. So by 2005, there were no Jews in Gaza alive or dead, and they turned it all over to the Palestinians. Not only the Palestinians burned 125 synagogues within 24 hours, but they destroyed the greenhouses. Not just destroyed the greenhouses, they stole the copper out of the faucets, destroyed the greenhouses. So that's how much they hate them. When they had their first election in 2006, uh, one of the ladies that got elected in Gaza was named Omnidal, the mother of the Mukawama. And her platform, the reason why she was elected, is she posed with three of her children as they dressed up as suicide bombers going to blow themselves up in Israel. And who died? They became martyrs. And she ran on the platform, I gave up already three kids for the cause. I am willing to sacrifice the other sevens that I have. That's why she was elected, Rob. So the Palestinians elected Hamas. The Palestinians are Hamas in Gaza. There is no difference. They support them. They stand with them. They are their representative. And their hatred for the Jews um, stems from such a deep level that it, it's not about territory, because Israel left Gaza to them. It's about the hatred of the Jews themselves. And, and, and if I may add, because I don't know how much time I have with you. You got as much time as you want. You can, I'll make it the Brigitte Gabriel show if you want to. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I love hearing this from you. Go ahead. Uh, thank you. What, what our concern right now is, especially because the ground operation is on its way, and now you're hearing about all the suffering of the Palestinian people in Gaza, and we're already hearing our own elected officials in the United States, the lefty on the, on the Democratic side, who want to bring Palestinian refugees into America. And I say to that, absolutely not. We have a petition. We have a whole campaign on our website to stop Palestinian refugees from being imported into the United States. And I urge everyone listening right now, go to actforamerica.org. Actforamerica.org right now. Sign our campaign to stand with Israel and also sign our campaign to stop uh, Palestinian refugees from being imported into the United States. Both campaigns are directed at all our elected officials, uh, the, the Democrats and the Republicans. Now is the time to speak up and mobilize because the last thing we need to bring into our country is more terrorists and more radical Palestinian terrorists to march in our streets. Let me ask you this, uh, Brigitte. Did, can you believe what happened in New York? Can you believe what happened at Cooper University at the library where there were Jewish students who were uh, locked in the library while uh, pro-Hamas protesters pounded on the glass? Can you believe that this has been allowed to happen in the United States? And what do we need to do about it? What do you think needs to be done? Such a great question, Rob. You know, they say an overnight success takes 20 years. This anti-Semitism didn't just erupt because of the war with Gaza. We have seen this building on our college campuses for the last 20 years. And we have seen this building uh, while the Jewish community refused to read the writing on the wall. It's not that we did not know this level of hatred is rising. Look, in my book, my first book titled Because They Hate, 
And I encourage everyone listening right now to get that book. Go to Amazon. It's called Because They Hate, where I talk about how our universities are accepting millions of dollars from the Middle East, from oil-rich countries, who are using the Title VI program to fund Middle East study departments and social study departments in our universities, appointing Arab professors who are anti-Israel, who are anti-America, to brainwash our students and tell them that Israel is evil and America is a terrible country. And this is why, after 20 years of this type of education, we're seeing what we're seeing right now. And those people like me, when I used to speak up about these issues happening, it was the Jewish community who condemned me, not the Muslim community, not the Council on American Islamic Relations. You know, you would expect that type of condemnation to come from the Council on American Islamic Relations, which is basically a front for Hamas in the United States. Yes. But the Jewish community in general, they, they had become so radical and to the left, they basically fed the monster that's now eating them. They cited and funded Black Lives Matter. They cited with and supported Antifa. They cited with and supported the squad. They cited with and supported uh, uh, those lefties who were screaming for all these different causes, the critical race theory, and all, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. You have many Jewish students who went to these universities specifically because they were universities that were big on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And what happened right now, that monster that's been fed for the last 20 years has become Goliath right now, and it's eating them in the process. Black Lives Matter, who was majority supported by the majority Jewish community, the 80% lefty in the Jewish community, have now turned against them. They were the first ones to stand with Hamas. The same thing with all the radical left. And it is unfortunate that we got to this point. People like me, Rob, who have been dealing with this issue for 20 years, uh, you know, I started my organization, Act for America, back in 2002. Um, I remember my, one of my speeches very early on in 2004 at Duke University. I gave a, a speech in a solidarity with Israel evening, evening for peace, uh, when the Palestinians were holding their conference at Duke University. And in my speech, I said, the difference between Israel and the Arabic world is the difference between civilization and barbarism. It's a difference between democracy and dictatorship. It's a difference between goodness and evil. And do you know who condemned me? The Ooh. Jewish Federation. Nice, nice. And Duke apologized for my remarks to the Palestinians because I offended the Palestinians. Now, you know, this is, I've never understood the self loathing liberal and I've never understood the self loathing Jew because they place uh, politics above faith and God. Um, and they do. And, and, and inevitably, they always get. Uh, destroyed by it. That's the most sickening thing. They, they, they have this Neville Chamberlain attitude with regard to the world and, and they always bed down with the people who want to destroy them. I've never understood it, Brigitte. I really, really have never, never, but, but here we go again. We will all have to come together to defend even those idiots who, uh, who bedded down with evil. Yeah, yeah, and I think this is a wake-up call for the Jewish community. I think, I think the lefty Jewish community, the 80% who are on the left, uh, they are the ones who are shocked. You know, the, the, the 20% of Jews and the rest of us, we are not shocked because we could no. see this coming. And when you look at the, uh, at the origin of this uh, Jew hatred, you know, look what happened in Russia yesterday. They were not screaming free Palestine. They were screaming Allahu Akbar. Now, Allahu Akbar are what we hear when suicide bombers want to blow themselves up, are what we hear when they want to bomb the trains in Madrid, are what we hear when they did the massacres against the children in Beslan, are what we hear in the attacks against the United States. Allahu Akbar is what we hear when ISIS, when Al-Qaeda, when radical Islamists scream in the name of their religion, in the name of their faith, to kill people of the opposite religion. So yes. when you watched Russia... When you watch Madrid over the weekend, the demonstrations in Madrid against Israel, but specifically in Russia, screaming Allahu Akbar, looking for Jews to kill them. What does this have to do with Palestine? They were not screaming 
stand for the Palestinian people. They were not screaming, uh, uh, release a humanitarian aid to Palestine. They were not screaming, we want a ceasefire. They were screaming, Allahu Akbar, we want to kill the Jews. It's no. about time that Jewish community in general open their eyes and understand that that the basis of all this Jew hatred is emanating from the ideology of radical Islamism at the core. That's what's driving it. Now, the positive is, and I've said on, and pardon my language, my expression for today is, uh, evil has exposed its face so we can kick its ass. And that's what's happened. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that this is showing now we can fight it. Unfortunately, we have a buffoon in the White House uh, who I don't think has the capability. But honestly, this is it. I think we're headed into the battle, the final battle to defeat radical Islam. I really do believe that, Brigitte. Can you hold on and do one more break with us? Is that possible? Sure. Sure. All right, I want you to hold on. We'll do another break on the other side of the break. We have uh, Bridget Gabriel on the phone. She's awesome. We'll get back to that. This is the Rob Carson Show. The United Nations uh, held a vote on Friday about uh, condemning Hamas' attack of uh, Israeli civilians in the barbaric fashion, and it didn't pass. In favor, 88. Against, 55. Abstentions, 23. Having failed to obtain a two-thirds majority of members present and voting, draft amendment A-ES10L26 is not adopted. And listen to him applaud. Yeah, this is why when Donald Trump is the president again, he needs to uh, close the lease on the United Nations, move it the hell out of New York. Brigitte Nielsen, or Brigitte Nielsen, <laughs> you were an actor. Brigitte Gabriel, um, what are your thoughts about the United Nations and their response to the slaughter of innocent Israelis by Hamas? Look, the United Nations hate the United Nations hate Israel when they have Iran and Russia on the Human Rights Commission. That tells you everything, you know. And China, I mean, they hate Israel. Look, I I I cannot stand the United Nations. I've been one of those people who have been pushing for the United States to withdraw out of the United Nations. I don't believe we need to even allow all these leaders like the Iranians to come to our country, spew hatred against us, and then we provide them with security while they are doing it. You know, the United Nations had a good purpose when it first started. Um, you know, it served a purpose, but I think the United Nations uh, outlived its purpose right now. It is a bunch of corrupt countries that come together. They, uh, we provide the United Nations with 26% of the U.N. budget, yet the United Nations votes against the United States 97% of the time. Why are we giving these people money anymore? We know exactly where they stand in Israel. And again, when you look at the United Nations, when you look at the Islamic bloc over 55 countries, I mean, if they by themselves vote against Israel, and you know they do, nothing will pass other than condemnation against the Jews. Uh, but again, like you said, Rob, the, the, the evil, uh, uh, the axes of evil are showing their true color. No matter how small they are or how big they are, whether it's small groups in the United States, lefty groups who are screaming kill the Jews or, 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 or anti-Semites or uh, organizations as big on the world stage as the United Nations. Right now, we are seeing goodness and evil come face to face with each other and they are fighting for the survival of the world. It's you, either you, evil mm. wins or goodness wins. Well, good will win. Good will win. Otherwise, uh, Hitler's nephew would be the Chancellor of Germany and the Soviet Union would still be around. So uh, I'm going to tell you, Bridget, I thank you so much for what you do. Go to actforamerica.org and, uh, and tell everybody what you need to do when you get there. Go to actforamerica.org, take action, act now on our campaign to stand with Israel and also to stop Palestinian refugees from coming to the United States. And you'll see other act now campaigns like expel Rashid Atlai from Congress. So go to actforamerica.org and have fun clicking on our act now campaigns. I am so glad that you are a general in the war for good and evil right there in the war against evil by good. You are a general. Oh, by the way, Brigitte, I appreciate you being on the show. I'm going to tell you, I, I, God bless you. You're a good person, and we're going to win, and we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate when radical Islam is eliminated from the planet. Uh, Brigitte, thank you so much. God bless you. Actforamerica.org.
Have a great right. day. Bye-bye. Yeah, we'll have you on again too soon as well, by the way. Again, actforamerica.org. Her first book was Because They Hate. This is one powerful dynamo of a human being, and she is uh, amazing. Actforamerica.org, again, or Because They Hate is the book. Bridget Gabriel is our guest. She's awesome. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. Today's podcast sponsored by NutraSense. That was the sound of a NutraSense biosensor. It's a small device that you put on the back of your arm that then provides real-time feedback on how your body responds to the foods that you're eating, your exercise, stress, and even your sleep. With NutraSense, you just take a photo of your meal, adjust for portion size, and NutraSense does the rest. NutraSense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. You'll be matched with a board-certified nutritionist who will review your data and answer all your questions. Plus, they give you a personalized nutrition plan so you can achieve your goals. You should try NutriSense today. It will open your eyes in profound ways to how your food, exercise, and lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it empowers you with a real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of your food and lifestyle choices. It is a powerful tool for understanding your body and affecting positive change in your life. You can get all of this today. NutriSense has a special offer for our listeners. Visit NutriSense.com slash Carson. Use code CARSON to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them you learned about NutriSense on the Rob Carson Podcast. That's NutriSense.com slash Carson to save 30% off your first month, plus get a month of board-certified nutritionist support. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is the final hour of the Rob Carson Show. Did you get a chance to see Rob Carson's What in the World this weekend on Newsmax? If you missed it, they put it up in the archive on NewsmaxTV.com. So if you are, uh, you know, feeling very depressed about what the hell is going on in the world and our country and whatnot, uh, this will give you the opportunity to laugh at it all. Uh, Check that out. Also, millions have made the switch to Newsmax because it's real news. People can. Are you ready? Trust. Yeah, we got a little trust deficit in the uh, in the country with regard to the media and, and governance, by the way. Isn't it nice to tune in to people like Rob Schmidt who don't change their stripes? So uh, Rob Schmidt is exposing Biden impeachment truth this week. All this week, he looks, down, he looks at the money trail, the tens of millions that went to Joe Biden and his family. So make sure to uh, tune in to Newsmax 349 on your direct TV. Download the Newsmax app. You can listen to it in the car. Uh, you know, you can listen to Newsmax TV audio in the car. You don't want to watch the video because, you know, the crashy things happen when you do that. So uh, there you go. Check out Newsmax uh, TV, Channel 349, Direct TV on all major cable systems. And, of course, uh, Newsmax app as well. Mike Pence, uh, I know, I know. He was polling near real close to 1%. I mean, just be, be, well, uh, three-fourths of 1%. And for some reason, he's decided to drop out. Across the country over the past six months, I came yeah. here to say it's become clear to me, this is not my time. So, and it never will be. After much prayer and deliberation, I have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today. Now, I'm leaving. Listen to the eruption from the crowd of at least six people. This campaign, but let me promise you, what? I will never leave the fight for conservative values, and I will never stop fighting to elect principled Republican leaders to every office in the land. I really hate it. So when, help uh, me God. Uh, so help me God. Eh, whatever. I get so tired of the raising of the voice to get that reaction, and I will fight. It's just a cliche. It's just awful. Bye-bye, Mike. You never had a chance. You never will either. Hit the road, Pence. Your campaign made no sense, no sense, no sense, no sense. Hit the road, Pence. And don't you come back no more. You never had a chance. Dear Lord. Hit the road, Mike. Time to take a hike, a hike, a hike, a hike. Take a hike, Mike, and don't come back no more. Mike Pence is a traitor who thought that he who said that? could somehow win the presidency. The voters all said no. Time to pack your bags and go. Hit the road, Pence. Your attacks on Trump. There's no defense, defense, defense. 
the road fence that just showed you the door. Bye-bye. Don't you come back no more. Hasta la vista. Mike, you're such a boy. Don't you come back no more. Yeah, this uh, weekend, I had a uh, uh, a line on my show, Rob Carson's What in the World. I was talking about people like Mike Pence and, uh, and Liz Cheney thinking that they had a chance of... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Thinking they had a chance to be president. <laughs> I said, I said, Liz Cheney's chances or Mike Pence's chances of becoming the president are about the same as asphalt becoming asphalt's chances of becoming a popular ice cream color cover color flavor. There you go. <clears throat> It was better when I said it on TV. Yeah. Mike Pence, chances of becoming president are about the same as gasoline becoming the most popular flavor for ice cream. There you go. I said it. That was better, wasn't it? Okay. Cool. So Mike Pence is out of the running. Chris Christie is still there uh, because, you know, he's just a uh, dope. He just is uh, there to be a disruptor. He's there to uh, use it to get some uh, some publicity. He never has had a chance of becoming the president. Chris Christie is done, done, done as a Thanksgiving turkey. And my God, what a big, fat Thanksgiving turkey that is. Wouldn't you love to have a 400-pound turkey in the middle of your table this year? <laughs> Joe Biden's approval rating sunk to 11 percentage points among Democrats. Oh, my gosh. It's almost like the, the ground's giving out. He can't, uh, you know, Donald Trump can't win a general. Oh, yeah, he can. Of course he can. Yeah. Democrats, just over one month amid destabilization in the Middle East, Biden's approval rating has plummeted. Uh, from 86 to 75% among Democrats. So there's still enough Democrats who are stupid enough to believe that Joe Biden is a good president. As the Democrat Party struggles with large swaths of support for Palestinians, many of whom sympathize with the Hamas terrorists. So Joe Biden thought he'd become a wartime president with this. It ain't working, apparently. Gallup poll uh, in February found Democrats sympathize more with Palestinians than Israelis for the first time in the survey's two-decade history because they're dupes. They're useful morons. The divide is particularly stark between generations. Less than 48% of Gen Z and millennials believe the U.S. should publicly voice support of Israel, according to a recent NPR PBS Marist poll. But who cares about those people? I don't. Because uh, history won't treat them well when you defend evil. Uh, history is not going to treat you very well, whether you're a college student or uh, you're just a, just a moron in the Democrat Party. Uh, let's go to uh, Sean in Australia. we got somebody from Australia on the phone. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today, bro? Well, I just wanted to say, Rob, I'm always enjoying your program, mate. It's, um, it's really uh, informative and it's uh, pretty truthful, I believe. And um, Hopefully it's all truthful, but... Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you don't hear much about Australia because we're in the same boat as you, but our media yeah, is being controlled by the same people who are dysfunctionalising it, and we're just getting millions of migrants, mainly third-world migrants, coming into the country and people from all over the world, and that's just destroying it socially and also environmentally. Of course. Well, that's going on everywhere, Sean. It's going on in Australia, Canada, the exact same thing under Justin Trudeau, the United States under Joe Biden. This is a plan, Sean. This is not a surprise. This is a leftist revolution around the, around the world, and it has all of the same hallmarks. So what do you think the, um, what's the goal, Rob? Well, I think we've always talked about a caliphate, uh, but it looks like the caliphate is the same as the Marxist, Maoist, communist revolution that the class of 1968 has wished for forever. They partnered with one another. So they're using uh, the, uh, the uh, Israeli, uh, the attacks on Israel by Hamas and the response from Israel as fuel for a worldwide leftist revolution. That's what's going on, and the only thing that's going to happen is we may be in a position, I don't know if it's going to happen while Joe Biden is the president, but uh, if and when Donald Trump is the president, he's going to have to string together a massive coalition to finally get rid of radical Islam and replace the leadership in Iran. That's what's going to have to happen, Sean. We can't kick the can down the road anymore. And presumably, when Donald Trump is in the White House, hopefully, whoever's in charge of Australia will be a part of that coalition. But the problem is, Rob, you know, with whatever these uh, men are uh, planning, 
the environment that I've seen absolutely devastate, the ecological destruction is ongoing, and this is what's going to occur from this great plan. And they, do they not cal calculate that the environment for the, even their children is going to be uh, severely damaged? Sean, they don't care. I mean, they like to say they're for green energy. The only reason they're for green energy is because they want to make the strong, free, freedom-loving uh, countries in the world weaker. Uh, that's what green energy is all about. It's meant to uh, prop up economies like China and destroy the American economy, make us energy dependent. It's, a, it's another tool of the left, by the way. We sit on oceans of oil, and we can't use it. But we can enrich places like Venezuela, like Iran, which we have, and, of course, China. And so, you know, this isn't a matter of incompetence. I believe actively in the United States, in places like Australia, in places like Canada, there are people in power who want to bring down these countries and uh, convert them into a kind of, a, I guess for lack of a better thing, a new world order leftist oligarchy. That's what's really happening all over the world, Sean. Well, I think it's an old world order, and it's, a, it's dominated because, you know, my field's behavioural science, Rob, and I've been looking at the human species um, perceptions consciously, and my perception is that the human race is being dominated by subconscious, either primal or other forces that I don't think even, you know, the left or the right even understand that they're being controlled by, and we're all being, a, you know, a victim, and the poor children that are growing up are... Um, growing up in a world that's going to be devastated for just living standards both environmentally and socially. Yeah. You know what? This has been quite a discussion we've had today, Sean. I feel like we should be sitting, uh, you know, having a Foster's Lager and some Vegemite. What the hell is Vegemite, by the way? <laughs> well, they're all, they're, all, they're all bored out a long time ago, mate. There's nothing in Australia that's Australian anymore from an old Australian. It's all yeah. foreign controlled and, and saturated with China's, Chinese uh, crap that usually breaks down after you use it once or twice and um, you know it's just sad because I work for future generations of all all nations mate I, I believe we should all be working for all nations Sean I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you something I know the good people of what Australia used to be are going to come together with the strong good freedom loving God loving uh, people of the world and we're going to defeat the evil I know we can I know we can and all we got to do to those idiots who are in charge in Australia is tell them no just like they, they we can do here just like they can do in Canada Sean I got to run bro thanks for making the long oh, distance call. Life. All right, bro. Take care of yourself. We're going to win. Good is going to win. Here's Kamala Harris on uh, 60 Minutes as we can talking about how good the economy is. We came into office during the height of a pandemic. Record unemployment. And because... Uh, yeah, shut down by the government. ...of our economic policies, we now are reducing inflation. We have created... And you've also brought uh, record-setting inflation in gas prices. 14 million new jobs. We've created that is what happens when you allow businesses to open after you close them during a pandemic. Over 800,000 new manufacturing jobs. Wages are up. No, they're not. And so we've seen great progress. No, they're not. No, no, they're not. You're high. And you know what else is really bad right now? Uh, the state of black America, according to Fox Business. America has problems. Polls say Republican voters are outraged over this. They say, stop this now. Bidenomics is not a good thing. Yeah. Look at what the Federal Reserve yeah. is finding. We're going to have Edward Lawrence right now explain what the Federal Reserve is saying about Bidenomics and minority families. He's live at the White House with the story. Edward. Yeah, Liz, a new report by the Federal Reserve is showing that the income gap is now widening under President Joe Biden. Now, the White House pushing back, saying that all of the spending the president has done is not being reflected in the data, and there's still... Uh, yeah, the, it's not happening yet. Wealth, overall wealth, has increased. But the, what the report found was from 2019 to 2022, the income for white Americans increased 1%. Woo! Where do you spend it all in one place when inflation is... 50%. But the income for black families decreased 1.6%. Woo, yeah, look at those prices. You can't afford to eat now. The income for Hispanic families decreased 1.1%. The president, though, he's optimistic. <laughs> well, I truly believe this country is about to take off. Yeah. Because for the first time in a long time, we're investing in America. It's going to be uh, taken off like a North Korean missile filed o flown over the South China Sea. And we're investing in American people. We're investing in our future. I can honestly say I've never been more optimistic about America's future. Wow. Um, if he says that he's optimistic about America's future, 
uh, we're screwed. So uh, as President Joe Biden gets a Democrat challenger, Representative Dean Phillips Sure. Good luck with that. He had one. It's it's uh, RFK Jr., by the way. Uh, RFK Jr. is polling about 20%, but it's never reflected in the polls. Did you notice that? RFK Jr. went over to uh, Independent Party, okay? Never re- reflected in the polls. It's always Trump-Biden. Uh, it's never RFK. RFK is a third-party candidate. I want to see the polls where RFK is in. He's being ignored. He's a force to be reckoned with. I told you this. I was more concerned about RFK Jr. than Joe Biden. Uh, By the way, I I had mentioned kind of in passing that uh, a Trump RFK ticket independent would be the great thing to blow up the establishment only if Donald Trump is driven from the Republican Party and RFK Jr. is driven from the Democrat. Otherwise, no. But uh, but clearly we're not seeing that. So uh, you got uh, Representative Dean Phillips, who has no chance, uh, and seventy five percent of Democrats still uh, approve of Joe Biden. The number stood at eighty six in September. So it's dropping. So Bidenomics isn't working, and Joe Biden, I don't think, is going to be the candidate. However, it's kind of weird. Gavin Newsom is all sorts of high profile, and in, uh, and in China. I wonder why that is. I'll share on the other side of this break, and this is The Rob Carson Show. That's an Australian band right there. That's uh, Sean in Australia. Thought I'd uh, play a little ACDC for you. Could mass closings of pharmacy make um, pharmacies make the fentanyl crisis worse? Experts warn the environment creating breeding ground for forfeited, uh, forfeit and laced pills. This on the heels of thousands of pharmacies closing down around our country because of theft. Where are you going to get your meds in case of an emergency? Where are you going to go? Are you going to sit there and you're going to try to go online and beg people? You're going to drive miles and miles and miles to find empty store shelves? Or are you going to get in touch with a wellness company? Are you going to order that emergency medical kit I told you about? It's being put together. It's amazing. It's amazing. I've got mine right here in front of me. The wellness company sent it. Emergency medical kit right there. It's got a whole bunch of things that you need in case of an emergency, like amoxicillin, which is a, uh, an antibiotic, which is in short supply sometimes. It can cure or go after or help you with bronchitis or pneumonia. You've got uh, other things that, uh, that you could, for instance, uh, skin infections or, uh, or tetanus or tick exposure, all of these things you may need. And what if they're gone? What if they're not in the pharmacy? Well, you can get online with the wellness company. Go to twc.health slash Carson. You use the Carson, you get 10% off. You're going to fill out a medical questionnaire, find out if you have any allergies or whatever, and then design an emergency medical kit for what you're going to need, for what you're going to need if something really big happens. And you want to do this. It's actually more important in some ways than, than the, the extra food stores that you have. Medicine is very important. And after all of the crap that the government did to us during COVID, where you couldn't get hydroxychloroquine, which you can get with your wellness company emergency kit, or, or uh, any of those meds that, 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 that the government decided you couldn't take, go to twc.health slash Carson. twc.health slash Carson. Do it today. Fill out the questionnaire. Get it. You will feel good about this. You will have peace of mind knowing you are prepared. Because you can't be prepared if you don't have the meds you need in time of crisis. TWC.health slash Carson. Randall in Pacific Grove, how you doing, sir? Yeah, hello. Uh, these opportunistic uh, protester predators, are uh, they definitely all planned all over the country this way in advance. Um, now, when someone gets psyched up for a fight and all they want to do is have a fight and they find out it's a nothing burger like the hospital in Gaza, nothing burger, well, they just keep on protesting. They're doing it all over California universities, too. So basically... With George Floyd, by the way. They did the same thing with George Floyd and Trayvon Martin. Same damn thing, built on a lie. But they kept the destruction going. Now, what you were just saying about Kamala Harris claiming that uh, there was so many thousand uh, manufacturing jobs, do you know what she <laughs> means? She's from the Bay Area, and I lived in the Bay Area, which was one of, uh, probably had more heavy manufacturing in one metropolitan area at one time when I lived there than anywhere in the country. That's its history. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, she would say that, being from Oakland or wherever she's from, Palo Alto or whatever, because when she says that, that they added that many jobs, she's not saying how many hundreds of thousands were ended before that. And yes. you know what she's calling manufacturing? 
when you put the Made in USA sticker on a Made in China product, and even the <laughs> sticker is Made in China. That's yeah, what yeah. she calls manufacturing. By the way, she grew up in Berkeley, and she claims that she's uh, you know, a victim of racism because she had to ride the bus. Yeah, I yeah. know the mindset. I know the mindset. I fought it for decades, and I want to say one thing that might make you chuckle. You know that Joe Scarborough? Yes, I know Joe Scarborough. Doesn't he Dear remind God. you of Woody from Toy Story? Oh, yeah, but Woody's likable. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I didn't watch the movie, but I get the yeah. whole McDonald's. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joe Scarborough at McDonald's toy or something for the liberals. All right, thanks. All right, Randall, thanks for the phone call. He looks more like the Frisch's big boy uh, guy, except for and just as just as actually intellectually gifted as the statue uh, made of plaster of Paris standing in front of every Frisch's restaurant in places like Cincinnati. That's pretty much where they still are, is in uh, Cincinnati. And and by the way, Frisch's. I'll just say this about Frisch's: uh, the food that looks most like the pictures when you get it on your plate, it looks just like the pictures. In the uh, in the menu, Frisch's Big Boy. There's a few of them left, I guess. So coming up, new bank uh, records blow the hole in Joe Biden's two hundred thousand dollar mystery check loan repayment scandal. He also appears to have been involved in a real estate scandal where he overestimated the value of a property before he sold it to a donor. Huh? Weird. That's on the other side of this, and this is the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. So the headline of Newsmax, judge reinstates gag order in Trump federal election case. And then in Colorado, another judge is trying to get him removed from the ballot. If that happens, uh, they're going to start something they're not going to be able to finish. I, I just gonna, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just an observer outside looking in. And uh, this will not end well for those who want to take Donald Trump out of the race and not give people the chance to vote for him. Uh, the American people are done with this nonsense, these four indictments that have come around to drive him from the race and to prevent him from campaigning or running and possibly even jail him. Uh, I am so done with this crap so done with it. I'm done with this leftist temper tantrum that's been going on in this country for 30 friggin' years. And, uh, and I'm, if, you, if you don't allow our candidate to run, there will be hell to pay. And I'm not saying it because of me. I'm just saying there are a lot of people who, uh, who are just done with the bullcrap. To be quite honest, new bank records blow a hole in the claim that a $200,000 mystery check to Biden was a loan repayment. James Comer, chairman of the uh, House Oversight Committee, sent a letter to the White House uh, counsel requesting financial documents to support the claim that James Biden was using the $200,000 check to repay a loan from Joe. Problem is... The, uh, the $200,000 came from a company that uh, uh, Joe Biden said that, uh, or, or I should say, Jim Biden said that Joe Biden could help stay solvent. And he got a check from that company, as well as other money from that company, on one day. And Joe Biden wrote, uh, or got a, ch- a check from his bro the same day. So it's fairly obvious. I mean, it is fairly obvious. I think anybody who uh, who has a modicum of common sense uh, knows this. But unfortunately, none of our media 
do. It's uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, this is uh, Byron Donalds talking about the uh, the FBI and DOJ covering up the most corrupt president in the history of the United States. Honestly, the most damning evidence is now we're starting to see the transactions that went to Joe Biden, money actually going into his hands. Yeah. And I think there's also another piece to this, Maria. You have the cover-up that is going on in the FBI and at the Department of Justice. Uh, we are now getting information that federal prosecutors were being stonewalled by the FBI, something that, according to Scott Brady, quote unquote, This is why I say the FBI needs to be gotten rid of completely. Yeah, completely blown up, and the good agents get hired in another agency. Quote, never happened at any other point in his career, but because of this investigation, he had to get clearances to continue the investigative process. Uh, that's insane to me, because it means that you have elements of our Department of Justice and our FBI that were covering up for the president of the United States. Yeah, and those people are going to go to jail. They will go to jail eventually. That's why they want to keep Donald Trump from being the president. This is a Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch. The FBI had Hunter's laptop. They knew it was going to come out. So they warned social media and controlled your speech. So this is exactly what they did with Hunter, right? They said the FBI, they had Hunter's laptop. They were afraid it was going to come out. So they warned Zuckerberg and Twitter, something's coming down the pike. And it's going to be Russia disinformation. And so when Hunter's laptop was revealed first. By Actually, they probably told Zuckerberg, yeah, we're going to say it's Russian disinformation so you can cover your ass when you censor conservatives like you still are doing today. Just check out my Facebook page, the one that they didn't ban. The New York Post, they censored it because they said, oh, this is what they were warning us about. So this is exactly what they did with Hunter, right? They said the FBI, they had Hunter's laptop. They were afraid it was going to come out, so they warned Zuckerberg and Twitter, yep. something's coming down the pike. And the uh, chief counsel for the FBI moved to work at Twitter between 2018 and 2020. And it's going to be Russia disinformation. And so when Hunter's laptop was revealed first by the New York Post, they censored it because they said, oh, this is what they were warning us about. So this yeah, it wasn't a warning. What it was was it was a cover. I didn't get a chance to cover Central Park becoming a homeless encampment, but I will cover that tomorrow. Make sure to check out the podcast. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen, listen and share with others. God bless Israel. God bless America and you. And until tomorrow, which is Friday, woo! don't catch a stupid.